0: From the depths of a wild and untamed heart lives a radiant soul, untethered and unchained, waiting for release to a destiny, a call to serve, a call to lead, to bring to life a mission. They were born to do a calling to lead from the heart and to unleash the best in all who follow from the soul. These are the beautiful ones. These are the leaders awakening to a greater purpose. Watch them rise from the ashes. Watch them come home to themselves. Watch them be what this world has been waiting for. Welcome home, awakening leaders, Welcome home. Hi, this is Suzette West, the Meaningful Work Maven, and I would like to welcome you to episode four of the Awakening Leaders podcast. And today I have a very special episode for you. My guest is not only my guest, but he is also my second dad and new co-founder of Wild Hearts Rising, Ken Maxfield. This is his debut appearance, and I am so pleased to introduce him to you. Ken was born in Burbank, California, and has lived in California all of his life. He grew up going to the beach, the mountains, the desert, and Disneyland. Ken started working in a hospital kitchen at age 16 years. He eventually transferred into the engineering department, met his beautiful wife and my mother, Carmen, at St. Jude Hospital in Fullerton. They have been married for over 40 years, have six children, 14 grandchildren, and four great-grandchildren. Ken started his career as a field technician repairing computers. During his 30 years with Unisys, he has been a trainer, a client service manager, and a project manager. He was assigned to manage projects for the Department of Defense, TSA, and the Los Angeles International Airport. Ken took early retirement and some time off. Eventually, he went to work at the happiest place on earth, Disneyland. He is a security trainer and has taught the Our Disneyland Story to new cast members. Ken is an adjunct professor at Rio Hondo College teaching business management courses. He is a distinguished Toastmaster through Toastmasters International, and has earned an MBA from the University of Phoenix. Ken is the owner of Golden Rule Coaching, and now he is also the co-founder of Wild Hearts Rising, where we are teaming up to ignite more heart-conscious leaders in the world. I couldn't be more excited about the path ahead and the positive impact we are going to make through the work we are teaming up to do together so in today's very special episode Ken will be presenting on a topic he wrote just for awakening heart conscious leaders how to be magical because when you are magical you are supernatural and when you are supernatural you have the power to make a big difference and positive impact in the world So, dear listeners, please welcome Ken Maxfield.
1: There we go. Wow, thank you, Suzette. That was such an awesome introduction, and I'm so excited for us to get started. Today, I would like to share with you and our and our listeners, nine items that can help you be more successful, more productive and have a happy life. In fact, I'm going to show you how to be magical. Now leadership theory has been around for many, many years since the mid 1800s and it has evolved and changed over time. So here comes another change. This change is called awakening leadership. In this leadership style, we're going to use the heart and the mind as a team to arrive to coherent and humane decisions to increase productivity, employee satisfaction, and prominence in the business world. Of course, the workplace loves acronyms for some reason, so I have developed an acronym for Awakening Leadership. It's B MAGICAL. And B MAGICAL stands for, well, the B stands for believe. Believe in yourself, believe in your family, and those you lead and work with. Believe with all of your heart and mind. This is a great place to discuss how the heart and the brain work together. Many people believe that the brain controls the body. Well, studies have actually shown that the heart sends more signals to the brain than the brain sends to the heart. The brain and the heart are communicating with each other. They're working together in this journey called life. When you think about it, think about the sayings that we use that reference the heart. We need to have a heart-to-heart talk. We need to have a change of heart, or we need to get to the heart of the issue. How many times have you used the word heart when you have to think about something or solve a problem? The brain and the heart are connected. The definition of belief or believing is to have trust, faith, and confidence in someone or something. When you think about it, you have to have trust and faith and confidence in yourself before you can have a belief in anything else. It is that emotion, that confidence that you display that allows you to believe in your coworkers, in your family, or in a higher being. And where does this belief come from? Well, I believe it comes from the heart. It's something deep down inside of us that allows us to believe in ourselves And in others. President Theodore Roosevelt said, Believe you can, and you're halfway there. This statement is true for our personal lives as well as our business lives. The E is for experiences. These are your life experiences, the good ones and the bad ones. It includes all of the formal classroom education, the training in the workplace, those seminars that you attend and the things that just happen in life. We need to decide how we take these teachings and look at them with an open heart and decide how we're going to share them with our peers, those we lead, and our families. But the lessons don't just stop with us teaching others. We need to learn every day of our lives. We need to experience life, read books, attend seminars, listen to podcasts, take a college class. Don't be afraid to try new things, to experiment or even to fail. Take the things that you've learned, the experiences that you have, and share those with the people that you work with, the people that you live with, and the people that you love. Go where your heart guides you. Put down that cell phone, turn off the game console, and learn. The M is to motivate. Motivate with coherent energy. There are many ways to motivate people. An article in Inc. Magazine, discusses several ways to motivate employees. I would like to share one of these with you and add some heart to it to enhance that motivational process. Let others know that you trust them. And where does that trust come from? It may come from the fact that you've worked with them before. They could come highly recommended from a boss or a coworker. Maybe they're a friend, but deep down inside, when you really think about it, the decision to trust someone comes from the heart. I like to tell the story about an employee I hired when I was a manager in San Diego. I interviewed Adam and I knew that he had the skills to repair computers, but my heart told me that there was something more. I challenged Adam with several projects that required him to not only display his technical skills, but to display his communication skills, his time management skills, and his project management skills as well. I spoke with Adam often, and I made sure that he knew I was confident that he could do the job. I trusted him. When you let others know that you trust them, they'll do their best not to disappoint you. As it turned out, Adam did a great job with the projects that I assigned to him. Soon he was promoted to a project manager or or a service manager and then a project manager. He worked hard and made a name for himself, but he would have never had that chance if my heart didn't tell me that there was something special about Adam. The A is for appreciation. Appreciation and gratitude. To be able to show appreciation for others, we need to first show appreciation and gratitude for ourselves. So how do we display self-appreciation? Start by looking in the mirror every morning and saying how great you look and smile. I know this sounds very simple, maybe even trivial, but I challenge you to try it. It's very important to feel good about yourself. Think about how your actions and your attitude displays what you are really feeling. Feel good about yourself, and you can make others feel good as well. One way that affects how we think about ourselves, how we feel about ourselves, is self-talk. And that's the self-talk that we have with ourselves each and every day. Many times it's hard to decide if we're going to have negative self-talk or if we're going to have positive self-talk. But studies have shown that positive self-talk will improve your attitude and it shows appreciation for yourself. A good rule to follow is that if you won't say it to your best friend, then don't say it to yourself. Remember, we all make mistakes, and we have to learn and grow from those mistakes. Now that we've seen how important it is for self-appreciation, let's talk about giving appreciation to others. A lot of people think that to show appreciation for others, you have to give them a gift or a present or have a big pizza party, something like that. But in actuality, it's not that. It's that pat on the back, taking time to say thank you and just acknowledging someone for doing a great job. That's what appreciation is really all about. It's nice when one of my coworkers or one of the managers in my department tell me that I did a good job. It validates my hard work and it lets me know that they really appreciate what I'm doing for them. A lot of times people don't say anything because they're afraid of being seen as soft or they could be seen as a boss who could get walked all over. But when you show appreciation for someone, you're making them feel good and they don't want to disappoint you. My challenge to you is to show appreciation for the people that you work with and especially show appreciation for yourself. The G stands for goals and goals that can be flexible. It's been said that a goal without a plan is just a wish. Goal setting has been around for many years. I remember in the 1990s going to a time management class and they talked about goal setting. In that class, we were taught the SMART acronym, S-M-A-R-T, as a way to set up and measure our goals. SMART stands for S is for specific or significant. The M is for meaningful or measurable. The A attainable or action-oriented. The R is for relevant or rewarding. And lastly, the T is for time-bound or trackable. These were the ways that we were taught to set up our personal goals, but they can be used for family goals and for business goals as well. I used the SMART acronym when I went back to college. I sat down with a counselor and together we put together a schedule for me to graduate. I followed this schedule and I graduated on time. Sure, it was difficult at times, But deep down, I knew that this would help my family and it would help me in my personal and professional life. I had to keep being persistent. I knew deep down in my heart that achieving this goal would help me and my family. That's what makes goal setting so successful. You have a guide. You have a roadmap of where you need to go and goals help you get there. You have to dig deep down inside sometimes, dig deep into your soul to make sure that you achieve these goals. Now let's talk about setting goals in the business environment. We've all heard the analogy that a business without goals is like a ship without a captain. There's no direction. So it's important to set goals for your business as well. These could be how to improve customer service, how to grow the business, how to increase customer satisfaction, or how to increase employee retention. Set your business goals using the SMART acronym. Monitor these goals and make sure that you're on track. Now, what happens if you fail? to meet one of these goals in that time frame. Well, goals are not set in stone. They can be adjusted because life happens. So if you don't get it on the first try, set it up and try it again. If it's something really important to you, something that you're very passionate about, set that goal for a second time. Remember that you've learned from the first time. You've learned the mistakes that you've made, and you've also learned those successes that you've had. So set that goal up and achieve it this time. And that's where the heart comes in, the heart of a champion. It takes the heart of a champion to look at your mistakes and improve on them and then reach a successful completion to your goal. I remember when I graduated from college, I was very fortunate to hear Tommy Lasorda as the keynote speaker. He said, in baseball, you're going to win one third of your games. You're going to lose one third of your games. And it's what you do with that other one third that determines if you're going to be a champion or not. It's the same thing with goal setting. Sometimes we can't achieve every one of our goals, but we can strive to achieve most of them. If there's something that you're struggling with deep down inside, dig deep into your heart, persevere and succeed. That's what makes a champion. The I, I've chosen the I to represent two words. Integrity and imagination. We need to align the energy of the vision, that mental energy, and do it with integrity. Integrity is doing the right thing when no one is watching. That action comes from the heart. It's that warm feeling that we feel in the heart when we do something right. Other times, it's that sinking feeling in our heart when we make the wrong decision even when no one is watching. Your heart is saying to you, do the right thing. The other eye, imagination, is a special gift that we have. Our brain works overtime creating and designing and building and working out the bugs of a new product, book, drawing, or recipe. Many people have these thoughts, but it's that person who pursues these dreams with the heart and soul that makes a difference. It takes a heart to keep trying after several failures. It takes heart to promote what you believe in. It takes the heart of a champion to change the world. I challenge you to interchange the I as necessary. Some days integrity will be what's needed most. Other days, your imagination will supply you with that good idea or even that solution to a pending problem. Follow your heart when you're implementing the I in Be Magical. The C is for compassion and compassion is caring for yourself and for others. You need to show compassion for yourself before you can truly care about others. How many times have you made a mistake and called yourself stupid, moron, or an idiot? Is this how you really think of yourself? We all make mistakes, and we have to learn from those mistakes. I still have issues with the way I treat myself when I make a mistake. Recently, I went shopping for dinner, and I returned home, and I forgot a key component for the meal. I got upset with myself. I told myself that I was old and forgetful. I grabbed the keys and I stomped out of the house. Now, what did that do to me and my family? My blood pressure skyrocketed and my family became upset as well. There was no compassion at all. And the problem was solved in 15 minutes just by going back to the store and buying the needed item there was no need to get upset or call myself names we all forget things be compassionate to yourself showing compassion for others is easier than showing compassion for yourself at times showing compassion for yourself is very for others is very easy when you think about it i was at the grocery store one day and the lady in front of me wanted to buy a small bag of potato chips. It was on the counter to be checked out, but the checker missed it. And she would have had to start a whole new transaction just to ring up one bag of potato chips. So what I did, instead of making the checker start a whole new transaction, I said, just go ahead and scan it and put it on my bill and I'll pay for it you would not believe the reaction I got from the other customer. She was very appreciative and thankful. The checker was amazed that someone would do something else, would do something special for someone else. And there was a random customer at the end of the checkout area who commented, that was very nice of you. It's kind of sad that we've gotten to the point that just doing something kind for others brings such an off-the-wall reaction. This is something that we should be doing on a regular basis. And what did it cost me? A fifty. But I impressed these three people and made them conscious of being compassionate to others. We all want to see others happy. My grandson amazes me by the way he shows compassion for others. He's always thinking about the homeless. Many times he will give them money or talk about sharing our food with them. If you can have the caring heart of a child, think of the compassion that you can share with the world. The A the A is for authenticity. And authenticity is a matter of reconciliation between your identity and how you perform. It's the quality of being true, trustworthy, and genuine. Don't be fake just because you're trying to impress someone. It's more important for you to be yourself and have people see you as you truly are. Don't put on an act just because you want to be somebody's friend or just because you want that promotion. It's hard to pretend to be someone who you're not. Sooner or later, that act will come to an end and the people will see you for who you really are. Why not start out by being true to who you are? Being true to others and being true to yourself. True authenticity comes from the heart it's that still, small voice that lets you know you are being true to yourself and to those around you. The L is for love. And I like how the letter L for love is the last letter in the B MAGICAL acronym. Love is how we wrap this whole thing up in one big package with a bow on top. We need to start out by loving ourselves, caring for ourselves, showing compassion for ourselves, motivating ourselves, being authentic with ourselves, and just loving ourselves with all our heart. And that's not being egotistical. It's not being self-centered. It's actually where love starts. It starts by loving yourself first. Love can be shown in many ways and every day we're making magical moments that last a lifetime. Back in the 1970s, my, friend, my best friend Scott and I were at Disneyland and this was before Fantasmic and the Mark Twain still ran down the rivers of America at night. So Scott and I decided we were going to sing a song to the Mark Twain as it came by. We were up on the second floor patio of the Hungry Bear restaurant as the Mark Twain came down the rivers of America. And Scott and I started singing this song and the captain on that, Mark Twain, had a decision to make. He could have ignored these two long-haired teenagers, but instead what he did is he took that spotlight, shined it on me and Scott, and made us the stars of the show. When we finished our song, the guests on the Mark Twain gave us a standing ovation. Now, what did the captain do? He didn't know it, but he was showing love for us. He took that moment and created a memory that has lasted a lifetime. My children know about it. My grandchildren know about it. Every year I go and visit Scott's classroom. He's a teacher in Reseda. And I tell that story because it's so important to show how just an act, a simple act, can show love for a stranger. Love comes in many forms. It could be as simple as saying hello to a stranger. Creating that unforgettable memory or saving a life. There's that love that a spouse shows for their significant other. And let me tell you about my beautiful wife. I was severely ill, or Ill with a staph infection in my backbone. I was in the hospital for a week and then I was sent home with a pick line in my arm. My wife had to give me liquid antibiotics three times a day for six weeks through that PIC line. Not only did she do that, but she was raising our children, making sure that there was food on the table and making sure everyone got off to school. She had so much going on, but she still had time to take care of me. It's amazing the love that she showed for me, and I am forever grateful to her. There's the love that a child shows, that a parent shows for their child. We all want our children to be the best, and it hurts when things go wrong. But true love is standing behind them and helping them to get back up, helping them to move forward from their mistakes. And then there's the love that we show for our coworkers. Yeah, I know it seems strange in this environment to talk about showing love for coworkers, and it could be misconstrued in many ways. But these are trying times, and our co-workers need to have someone they can talk to. They need to have someone that they can trust and feel comfortable with. That's actually someone that actually loves them and wants them to be better. Love isn't just physical love. It's showing compassion and caring, advising and coaching. All of those things together make up love. We display love in our daily lives. It's those times where we're coaching and encouraging. It's that love that is returned to us when we see others grow, progress, and move on. And it's fantastic, the love that we can give and the love that we receive just by doing something good for another person. All of these things, all of this love comes from the heart. It's where it all starts. When you think about all of these things that make life magical, that allows you to be magical. All of these components start with the heart. Live with your heart. Love with your heart. Think with your heart. Act with your heart. Start each day with the love that comes from your heart and you too can be magical. Thank you, Thank you for your time.
0: Great, that was awesome. Thank you so much. And wow, that really just brought into focus this work that you and I are going to be or are, are in the process of working on, and this yeah. is igniting magical heart conscious leaders because we really need this so much right now, now more than ever. And yes, thank you so much for that presentation. Wow. I I want to dive into that a little deeper. One thing that came to me when you got to the eye section, um, you mentioned integrity. You mm-hmm. mentioned imagination. I'd like to, I'd like to add one more eye to that, and okay. that is intuition. Yes, intuition—the place where the heart speaks to us, where we where we quiet the busyness of the mind and we drop into the heart. Intuition, that's the voice of the heart. That's where we can listen and and be guided. And I'm so, so excited about this work that we are embarking on together, Dad. I, I really want to get your, I really want to get your feeling on on this mission that we're we're about to embark on, um, speak to that.
1: Well, it's really great that we are finally, we have these different mediums that we can use now to get our message out. And so many of us, I've heard the analogy that um, the place with the most treasures is is a cemetery because people don't have that opportunity to share their treasures, to share their gifts with people. And I am just so excited that you and I have this opportunity to share our gifts, to share our heart, to share the things with the rest of the world that we can help them move on and help them to be better leaders and not be afraid to tell someone that they did a great job or to coach them so that they can be better. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, we, we have to love people. It starts with, it starts with loving people rather than running over people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that both of us have had our own share of toxic environments and how depleting that can be, how, soul crushing such an environment can be and uh, we're living in a time now where more and more uh, organizations are waking up to this that you know it really starts with the leaders if you have toxic leadership if you have top heavy organizations where the the smallest worker is feeling like they're nothing like they have no voice Um, this is the old paradigm that's dying and you know we have experienced in our own ways and in our own you know periods throughout life how how dehumanizing toxic work cultures can be and this work that we're doing with heart resilience with transcendent teams we are really opening up this this you know huge vision that in the past just seemed like a far away dream but thanks to technology thanks to the internet our voices are able to be amplified we're able to get the word out there we're able to to teach about heart intelligence and heart coherence and resilience, and how leaders first must, you know, have to connect with themselves. There, there is this thing of self connection that must happen first before that can be radiated to the outside world, to a team, to an organization, because a coherent leader can create transcendent teams. But without coherent leadership, without that heart-conscious leadership, it is not. It is very difficult, if not impossible, to raise a transcendent team. And what is a transcendent team? It's a group of people that know how to work together because they themselves are self-connected. Everyone has their own inner battery. But within the group, there is this larger inner battery. And when everyone is in coherence, that group inner battery is functioning at its best. It is at its most resilient. It is at its most collaborative, dynamic vitality. And it begins with the leadership. And so that is why I am so excited about our, our vision, our future in, in activating heart conscious leadership, because it's through these heart conscious leaders, these magical sentient beings who are the key to releasing this transcendent world. The more of us self-connect, the more of us become coherent, the more the whole world will become coherent and resilient as well. And so we really are going to change the world one heart at a time. And I couldn't be more grateful Dad. uh, growing up, you've been such a model of what it means to be a heart conscious leader. Um, No matter what situation you were in, your heart always shined through and was such a model for us growing up us kids and the grandkids. And I just want to share my appreciation for your heart because you've been such an amazing model for for so many of us in the family. And I just want to um, just tell you, you are seen. You are a champion of the heart, and I can't be more excited about taking on this vision and changing the world one heart at a time as a team. We're gonna make such amazing things happen, and I can't wait. So thank you so much.
1: Oh, well, thank you. And and it's, it's great to, to be able to do this you know helping others is something that i'm very passionate about and it's great that we can do this together it's it's so special that you know the things i guess the universe just aligned for us and this is the right time for us so thank you i appreciate it
0: yeah long time in the making for sure yeah. <laughs> but yeah so listeners you are welcome to follow our adventure we are going to be co-hosting this podcast together Uh, sometimes maybe one of us will jump on and and have something really heartfelt to share but we're just going to go with the flow and we're going to allow the universe to guide us and direct us in making a difference in the world and activating the heart of heart-conscious leadership, conscious business, conscious culture, conscious capital, impact investing, where it's not just about making money or making profit, but it's also about making a difference Mm -hmm. and bringing this world to a whole new level, unlike anything it's ever seen before. This is our vision and we are so excited. Thank you so much for joining us. There's more to come. We've got so many wonderful things on the horizon. So stay tuned and we'll grow together.
1: Thank you and be magical.
0: Be magical. (laughs) (laughs) And stay, stay golden.